0: Injured in a car accident? Visit Sue Distracted Driver.com. Time now for Dan Issel and Louis Rabot, right here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louis.
1: Happy Friday, everybody. This is Issel and Louis. ESPN six eighty one oh five point seven and the app, however you're listening to us this morning. Thanks for spending part of your Friday morning with us. As always, the first hour of the show is brought to you by KentuckyTourism.com. Lewis, how are you this morning? I'm
0: good. I've been up for like five and a half hours, so I'm, I'm cruising at this point. Um, wow. Academic wow. Team Friday is doing the thing. You know how it is. Um, did you Did you get to listen to the last half hour of Diener there?
1: I didn't because yeah. if if somebody is on remote yeah. during the dinner oh, show, right. That's right. then I can't I can't listen to it. I I can only listen when everybody's in the studio.
0: Right, right. Okay.
1: So yeah. uh, what did I miss, or Just, what am I thankful that I missed?
0: No, it was uh, it was the defense of Kenny Payne's first season from the lips of Mike Lindsay of the of the Crunch Zone, and so uh, and it exasperated. And I mean, if you needed. A, a sound clip definition of exasperation. Drew Diener just spent the last 20 minutes exasperated. Mm. It was delightful. Mm. It was delightful. I'll, I'll, I have to mm. admit, it was delightful. Textline loved it. And oh, the whole thing. Yeah. So. Good. Yeah. Good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good radio. <laughs> good radio. I also am running a little short of sleep for some reason, and I don't get these often, but I got back spasms in oh. the middle of the night last night. It's not good. And had to, had to sit at the kitchen chair for a while. So if I doze off, you'll know what happened. Oh, you're falling
0: apart, Dan. Um, I Oh, tell a, me. Yeah.
1: Tell me. <laughs> that's a hydration issue for you, I bet. Is that what it is? Yeah, drink some water today. Well, I don't drink water. There it is. There it is. Telling you. But it's dry January or whatever. <laughs> so maybe that's the problem. Ooh, I did two
0: <laughs> episodes of the podcast last night, so I went to bed early.
1: <laughs> oh, how come two episodes? So you know what? I,
0: so we've gotten to the point, and if people don't know, I do a, a horse racing podcast on Thursday nights, Horse Racing Happy Hour.
1: And um, How can they not know you mention it every half hour? It's not true, actually.
0: And so the, uh, someone actually mentioned you'd never <laughs> talk about your podcast on the show. Anyways, the, um, <laughs> I got a request from the Maryland uh, Breeders Association and from the Maryland Jockey Club to do um, Maryland shows this spring. And we're, we're at the point with the podcast three and a half years in that people are actually calling, say, six weeks out and saying, hey, do you mind, you know, can we, can we have somebody on the podcast? Do you mind doing this? And, um, and so we're, we're getting requests. <laughs> and so we're doing a once a month Maryland preview based on their road to the Preakness.
1: And and that's out there for everybody to listen to. So we did that at seven o'clock last night. My friend Dan
0: Elman, who's with uh, the Daily Racing Forum, and then John Piasek, who's with the Maryland Breeders, uh, came on, and joined me for that one. And then Mike jumped back in, hosted our eight o'clock show. It was about uh, fairgrounds, about the Lecompte this weekend
1: for the Oh, Airbnb, okay. For the well, well, so, well, we'll do that later today. I'm, I'm yeah, looking and obviously, forward, I mean, every week, to that.
0: every week now, it's it's prep season um, for for the Kentucky
1: Someplace.
0: Curry. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And there's there's, yeah. there's prep races essentially now until the beginning of April, and so you know, and I. I, since we're already here, I will selfishly self-plug here. If you've never done the Derby Trail as a viewer, this is a cool opportunity. You can literally go to our podcast, kind of like fast-forward to the end, listen to us talk about the LeCompte, and then just watch one race this weekend. And then next weekend, pick back up, fast-forward to the end of the episode, listen for that one race, and then go watch that one race. You don't have to spend a whole day or three hours or whatever. Horse racing allows you to watch a race for five minutes. And you can learn a ton about those horses mm-hmm. and you can pop in once a week and do it. And then by the time you get to Derby, you'll be much, much more informed about who's running and who's able to win. Yeah. And so I think it's a cool opportunity. Lecompte this weekend. So uh, on, on the Derby trail, there's a point system and the, the horses with the most points qualify for the Derby. The Lecompte is the first, unless you're points. trained by Bob Baffert. I said, earn points. <laughs> and, um, and so, uh, you know, uh, cool Opportunity to watch this weekend uh seven horses running down there at the fairgrounds uh, in the little comp. So, there you go,
1: there
0: you go. Yeah, uh, they also go. have an Oaks prep called the uh, the Silver Bullet Day. I'm sure you yep. remember that, Philly. And, um, yeah, so no, fun weekend and uh, had a special guest on for that one as well. And no, it's gotten to the point where I don't even have to book guests, people ask to be on the show. That's pretty fun, so
1: yeah, I know that's that is fun. What's the uh, what, what's the guy from Indiana? uh he now uh, races most of his horses in partnership but uh with two other guys but he's been with Baffert for 100 years and he he owns i think he owns McDonald's but he uh he owns Silver Bullet Day oh you know do you know who i'm talking about is he one of the guys with Starlight uh, no 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 oh, they okay. have they have the uh, they have the other uh the, the other predominant um I'll I'll find it. Okay. The other predominant uh, partnership with Baffert, uh, but what was funny? I think he was from or lives in Evansville, or is from Evansville, or something. But uh, when when he first got into that racing, they asked him, uh, "Well, how far is it from your house to Churchill Downs?" And he said, "It's about a six pack." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I look forward to tuning into his podcast. There you go. So, no, just a, a fun time of year, and you, you get to watch horses grow up over the spring. And I think that's kind of a fun thing. Watch them. You know, for example, the Maryland races are one turn, six and seven furlongs, so six-eighths of a mile, seven-eighths of a mile. And then as they get further along, they'll start to do two turns in the Tessio, which is uh, the Federico Tessio is the, pre, the last prep for the Preakness. And, you know, before that, they're running, you know, at max a mile, going one turn at Laurel because they have a one-mile shoot like they do at Churchill. So just lots of little stuff like that, where you get used to different tracks around the country, and it's kind of a fun, fun thing to track uh, as you go through the spring.
1: Yeah, there for you go. Sure. How about for that? Sure. There you go. There you go. So, Coach Prime
0: stealing people. How about that? You know what he? <laughs> I, I,
1: I can't tell you how excited the that I mean my my son. As soon as it became known last night, my son who is a CU grad texted me, "We coming." <laughs> we we coming. That's kind of the that's kind of the new slogan at CU. We I will, coming. I
0: will warn the people. At, uh, is it Mike Pegram? Is that the name of the person you're looking yes, for? Yes, thank
1: right. you very much, that was, Mike Pegram. That was, yep.
0: a, that was a texter, 437-968. Yeah, thank, text so thank you, texter. Thank you, texter. They also said Tuck coming at Michigan State. So just a heads up, you're probably going five and seven.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Just but anyway, <laughs> let, let, let let me tell you how funny this is. So uh, yesterday afternoon, I've got nothing to do. I, I mean, I've already done my show. I've already walked on the treadmill. I've already read my Bible verse. I've already shoveled the snow off of the front steps. So I'm am I'm, I'm, I'm done. It's like one o'clock, and I'm i I got nothing to do. So I'm I'm twirling around the TV, and I find a, an old. Replay of the Pyramid. You know the the game oh, show, absolutely. the Pyramid. Yep. Uh, Michael Strahan uh, is is the host, and Dion Sanders is one of the guests on the Pyramid, and so they do this. They they do the his category is uh, places you keep expensive jewelry. <laughs> okay, and like like one of the things was a safe, and was and. And so this this name this this word comes up and his partner says breakfast at do you know the answer? Yeah at
0: Tiffany's yes, yes yeah. Yes. Yeah yeah.
1: I think anybody over the age of forty would know it was breakfast at Tiffany's
0: and Prime's, like Huddle House or
1: something. Evidently, Prime is not a big movie buff because he's got nothing <laughs> or, 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 he, or reader. Yes, right. He, yeah. He's got he's got nothing. So I texted my daughter and my son and told them about that because you know one one has this child that goes to see you and the other one. And by the way, the the season tickets at Colorado are going through the roof. Sure. I mean, this guy's going to earn his money the first year he's there. And then it and then about an hour or two later, Scott texts me, "We coming." We <laughs> I mean, that that is huge. That is yep. huge, Louie. He goes in and pilfers the the number 1 uh cornerback in the whole country. What was he? I think he overall he was like the 11th Prospect in the country for all positions. Yep. I mean that is huge for for uh for Sanders to get that guy.
0: If you ever now, that thought, is
1: that if, is Louie. If you
0: ever thought players went places for the environs, for the campus or the city or the weather or whatever, this guy turned out coral gables to go to freaking boulder colorado
1: they said they said that prime during during his recruiting trip had him out on the field doing snow angels <laughs> and the kids I don't know like, if the, yeah are you paying, he may never he, he may, maybe he might not have ever seen snow
0: do you think they paid him 10 grand to do snow angels
1: uh, they paid him something. <laughs> hey, hey, hey ain't, ain't no question about that. Uh, we, we, we ain't coming for nothing. <laughs> we coming, but it ain't for nothing. <laughs> I think you're right.
2: Oh man.
0: God. All right. This will do. We're taking you up until then. We'll do picks without Pat later. And talk a little bit of the old comp. Obviously it's silver bullet day, the grade three, Louisiana this weekend down at uh, fairgrounds as well. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this story is really fascinating to me because I, I'm trying to figure out what the with, with Prime at, at Colorado. If there are actual expectations for those guys, or if they're just trying to get their money now.
1: Um, no. I, I now think if you're a ex- corner, if you're a corner,
0: I think you want to go play for one of the great corners ever, right? No question. So in yep. in the case of McLean, yep. I don't think that's a silly thing for him to go want to do. But I mean, they've had all of their quarterbacks leave. <laughs> I mean all of them. And so he's yeah. got he's got a lot of yeah. gaps to fill still.
1: No, and, and you know, you win the games in the trenches and I don't know what his defensive line I mean I, I think his uh, what they call um talented or what what what's the word I'm looking for when you uh uh, Scott just texted me. This kid's the fourth prospect okay. in the in the country. Got it. Uh, uh, Lots of
0: different services there, Scott.
1: You settle down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm sure i'm sure scott picked the highest one and, uh, that's what i would do yeah, yeah absolutely what are you doing My, of course <laughs> absolutely yeah. that's the only one um, I would. there are no other services he, yeah he's no dummy <laughs> um, but what uh, you know they're they backfield i mean they they've got the kid that he flipped from florida state a couple years ago at, at jackson uh, he's here I mean, their defensive backfield is really going to be yeah. is If they can be get any terrific. pressure, they should be really good. That's really yeah, good. I know. But, uh, you know, and, and their skilled positions... Um, you know, I think Sanders' kid is a pretty good quarterback, and they've got some running backs. Uh, they flip one kid from Notre Dame, and but I don't know what they've got on the line. And you know, I mean, they're they're he's not going to do it. He's not going to turn it around in a year because their schedule is brutal next year, Louis. I mean, they've got they they've got TCU. Uh, as a non-conference game, <laughs> then they've got Utah, they've got Southern Cal, they've got UCLA, they've got Oregon. I mean, it is. That's quite the Big Ten schedule, right there. It's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but he's he's got a good start on it.
0: There you go. How about our guy Scotty e. D getting another win last night?
1: Good. How did they that? beat? Let's go pee. They did. How about that? I um.
0: My Spartans got a good win last night, too, actually. The, um, I think he has made the adjustment. I think he knows what his team is, and they've turned into just a defensive monster. They've now held the last two teams to 45 and less points. Mm. I think he's figured out what he has. He held Austin Peay to 19 points and 26 points in the two halves. <laughs> I think, Scotty, he's figured it out. That's what he's yeah.
1: got. He's got guys that can play defense, and that's what they're going to run with. And I Well, and, I, and I, think, I think what really helped, Scotty, was your criticism.
0: Look, this show um, has done many things for many people. Uh, ben Roberts, uh, Scott Davenport, um, Avery Dill. Um, I mean, just many, many people. Bobby so,
1: Bobby, Process, Jack Grossman. I mean, obviously. So, look, I mean, if yeah. you want if you want your life to be better. A rising yeah. tide floats all boats, <laughs> Louie. Everybody's boat. <laughs> Speaking
0: of boats. Yeah. Uh, you know our guy David Rogers, Bluegrass Racing Club. Uh-huh. Had a horse in at Churchill a couple times. They ran him at, in, in the last race at uh, Turfway yesterday, and he lost by the narrowest of margins. Oh, um, They get to keep him. He runs second. And so uh, they'll, they'll probably run him back at Turfway. So, uh, so he got Lasix and really liked the course up there. So I just wanted to say uh, congrats to all the folks uh with plenty of time uh, up there at Turfway Park, I wanted to make sure I got that in the first segment.
1: So. And, and their group is called Boat Racing
0: <laughs> Bluegrass Racing Club. No, I was making a terrible joke. I apologize.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I don't make any uh, other kinds of jokes, Dan. Yeah, I didn't get it. Yep. yep. It went right over my head.
0: Nope, nope. There, there was, there was no joke. So there was
1: nothing okay. to go over your head. Yeah. Okay. There all you all go. Right. All, right. all right. Um, where else do you want to go? You know, uh, <laughs> the. Um, the, this article that Mark Story read, um, or wrote, excuse me, that I read, Mark wrote it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, did you know he's from North Harden? He went to North Harden Wait, School, Wait, wait, you? wait, wait. He did? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Mark Story went to North Harden. Man. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. But, I'm, but I'm glad it, that I know that. <laughs> um, boy, you're just full of... I'm in a good mood today, man. Something. I'm in a good mood today. Well, Um, you
2: were laughing like a kid in a candy store when you realized that the back was all clean.
0: Oh, we got a new sales guy, Dan. Yeah. Who's who's an ex-football coach who's got a stick up his butt, and the stick up its butt has a stick up its butt. And he cleaned the entire place. You're kidding. I mean, everything. Like, it's been D nick valvano he had to bring a shovel to do that. Oh, yeah. I think it was a snow shovel. Oh, yeah. Dan, you can actually see the sink and the microwave in the kitchenette here. I didn't know we had a microwave.
1: <laughs> and so a salesperson has cleaned the studio. That's terrific. Yeah,
0: no, I, it, it, I was I was absolutely giggling because when I showed rummage, I just wanted to see people's reactions because we get so used to um, the the fraternity house that is ESPN Louisville, you know, plus Avery and Chrissy Banto once in a while, and um, the yeah yeah it's a new guy, it's Carrie, right? Yes, yes, yeah, Carrie. So Carrie's uh, joined us, and um, yeah, D two and D one aa coach for like two decades. I'm not kidding. And has gotten into sales last couple of years is joining us up here. Um has great hair. I'm very jealous of his hair.
2: He does have nice hair. Yeah,
0: no, very nice hair. So yeah, no. So bleep off, Carrie, nice job cleaning, but I don't like you. So there you go.
1: Go ahead, Dan. Keep yeah. it going. Well no, what I was gonna say <laughs> is what I was gonna say is if it's that clean, uh we may not have a rat dragging a piece of pizza across the floor. Speaking of pizza, We want to thank George and the Bear team for bringing lunch by the ESPN studios today. Bear has you covered for all of the big events this weekend. Your spot for all Louisville men's and women's games, concerts, right across the street from the Yum Center. Uh, Carry out, delivery, or dine in. Fourteen area locations in Metro Louisville and Southern Indiana. Yeah, it's that good. Bear Nose Pizza. But uh, getting back to, I, I, I wanted to talk about this story that story wrote. And and did you have you uh, have you perused this article? Do you know the last time? The last time Kentucky did not have a school in the NCAA tournament
0: was that the nineteen 1960- sixty. Is that what he referenced?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry. 1963. Now, you weren't born yet. I was a a sophomore in high school. My mom
0: was uh, seven years old.
1: Oh, that makes me feel old. That was the idea. (laughs) Keep going. But, so... So, 1963, the last time Kentucky did not have a school in the NCAA tournament. And then he goes down in alphabetical order. Everybody's chance uh, to make it this year. And Bellerman still can't go, right? No, correct. Yeah. So, so cross them out. Eastern Kentucky, and Mark's uh, idea here, has the biggest chance of going.
0: Oh, for sure, yes.
1: Uh, because uh, they play in in the A Sun, and uh, but it, but it looks like, I mean, Kentucky. If Kentucky keeps going, they'll they'll make it for sure. Uh, but uh, Louisville. Wait. So you think Eastern has the best chance, or he said that? No, he said that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I disagree. He said they're the the best w- chance to win a conference tournament. So not just oh, to make okay. the, the tournament, because I think we're going to get two teams here. If if um if Kentucky makes it because I do think that Eastern has a chance to win their conference tournament. I think they're that good. Uh, Coming up, by the way, this uh, week from yesterday, Eastern at Bellarmine and then uh, Saturday is Bellarmine at Eastern. So they do those. Oh, wow. Yeah, they do those those regional matchups as much as they can in the A-Suns. I think that'll be a fun couple of games,
1: actually. Yeah, it should be. It it should be. Uh, Kentucky will make it. So, you know, the – point of his articles really mute but
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was but, disappointed uh, it wasn't about North Harden's chances in the uh, in the state title tournament in the state tournament yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Uh, then comes Louisville <laughs> yep uh, number 342 in in the net rankings how many teams are there 355 fifty-five. They're 13 from the bottom in all division one basketball that is correct Woo! Woo! Uh, more and he 's doing a
0: good job the team's getting better, Mike gandolfo told me last night oh
1: yeah they made uh, made their free throws last game didn't i they, was Lily? I was praying to God he was
0: going to come in today, oh my god he 's not coming in i don't know i don't know i, I have very um inconsistent friends dan
1: mm. not you, mm. but people well i don't know i i, I wouldn't go that far you yet. show
0: up every day to this thing, so keep going uh,
1: um. <laughs> Next is Morehead. Yep. Uh, there, there are a few spots ahead of Louisville at three oh eight. three oh eight. Uh, Murray State uh, they're about five hundred both in for the season and in the MVC. Uh, Northern Kentucky is eleven and eight. They're six and two. I think in they have rising. a
0: really good chance to make
1: the NCAA. Tournament. They could. Yeah. Because I think they're and,
0: in that in that Horizon League. I think they're one of the very
1: best teams. Yeah. And Western Kentucky who lost to Louisville, Yep. so that kind of sums up their chances. <laughs> um, so uh, k- kind of an interesting article, but I, w- I, I was surprised it's been that long since Kentucky did not have a team in the NCAA tournament.
0: Yeah. yeah. It was uh, well, JFK that year, March 9, 1963, completed his 26th month as President of the United States. There you go. Mm-hmm. What was the Kennedy assassination like for kids at your your age in school?
1: Uh, it was devastating. I mean, it's it's one of those times uh, that I can remember exactly where I was and what I was doing. I was sitting in Latin class, "Mica mica parvastela, miracuineis stambella, splendid semenis in low Elba well at gamma kylo." and they came over you know we had those boxes in the in each room where the uh, the the principal could uh, could say something to the intercom and uh, he came in uh, came on first and said uh, president kennedy has been shot in dallas and you know nobody paid attention to what was going on in school from then on and then he came back about an hour later and said President Kennedy has passed away. Mm. And so it was it was devastating, uh, just unbelievable that, I mean, you know, you read about presidents getting assassinated, but uh, certainly you didn't expect it to happen in your lifetime. So, so yeah, I was, remember, remember exactly where I was.
0: So that was your moment. My moment was the Oklahoma City bombing, believe it or not. I was in eighth grade when that one happened, and the day stopped for that. Mm-hmm. And they turned all the TVs on in the classrooms. Did you? How old were you for September 11th, Avery? I'm terrified to ask that question.
2: I was in preschool. Wow. My sister had just been born, like a few months earlier.
0: Three years before that, I spent the summer by myself in Paris. I was old enough to do that, and Avery was in preschool three years later. <laughs> where
1: Where were you on uh, on 911? I was in college. I found out about. <laughs> this is funny, uh,
0: not funny, but um, a story that I don't tell very often. Uh, I was in the shower. Um, I was the RA, the resident assistant, in our dorm at Michigan State, and we had those showers that came up to your neck, essentially, so you could see the you could see the 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 faces of the other guys in the other showers. Oh. And um, one of those old buildings. I'm sure it's been renovated and it's beautiful now, and like you know whatever else, and um. A guy just walked in and he said, "Oh, hey, Louis. Uh, I just had an accident. And a plane ran into one of the the towers in New York. Because at the time, someone just assumed it was
1: right an aviation a, an accident. issue. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And I
0: got back to my room. I turned my TV on, and just about two minutes later, the second one hit.
1: Mm. And mm. Um,
0: so that was that was where I was. Where was Dan? Where was Dan Izzel?
1: I was in mm. Ireland." I was oh. in I was in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, Prime and I were taking a uh, cross uh, Atlantic cruise. We had spent about three days in Ireland, and we got on the ship. Uh, about it was a little afternoon in Ireland. And the cabin attendant said, have you seen what's happening in, uh, in America? Mm. And, and we, uh, we turned on the TV, as you just said, about the same time you did, and saw the second plane fly into the and, – and at that point, you knew it wasn't an accident, that something was going on. And a lot of people got off of the ship to get back to America, and I think we beat most of them home because of the restrictions of traveling and things like that i think we we stayed on the ship and i think we beat most of them back to new york we went we were supposed to dock in new york and they actually took us to philadelphia um did you instead of going into new york city oh
0: okay all right i wondered if you were doing some kind of like uh pilgrimage where you left england and you were going to plymouth rock or something pretending to be a puritan
1: no. Okay. No, we were pretending to be uh, vacationers,
0: <laughs> wealthy people who could afford to circumnavigate the the one, The, 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 the on one a ship. thing,
1: the one thing that was interesting, <laughs> of course, you know, it took like ten days uh, to get back, and so what's we what's it go like in- to be
0: on a boat and you just can't see anything?
1: Like for days. What do you mean? What do you mean you can't see anything? You, you don't oh, you see land for ten, land? like like three days, right? Yeah, I've I've said this before on this show. A cruising is my favorite vacation because I can do nothing as well as anybody. <laughs> no, you know, you know you don't you don't you don't have you don't have a schedule. You know they dock someplace. and if you want to, you can get off the ship uh, and go. You know go around looking at the at the local landscape or you you can just stay you can just stay on the boat and enjoy Uh, yourself we
0: kind of have that in common so our our 20th anniversary is this year our 20th wedding anniversary and I told my wife you can pick the spot but I want to go somewhere where I see other people as little as possible yeah. Perfect. Like just just I don't care where we go. I just want to interact with the world as little as possible. <laughs> that's that's all I want to do for our 20th. is just quiet. No kids hang out. Do the thing like, you know, just as, as people less as possible. So,
1: yeah. And, and I don't know if it's still like this, but for the meals, if you went now, there were plenty of uh, alternatives I mean uh you could go get a pizza or you could have a hamburger out by the pool yeah. but it but if you went to the dining room and sat down you had assigned seating and and the best the best advice we ever got was don't pick a table for four mm. cuz if you get somebody that you don't like you can, <laughs> you're can, you stuck with them for every meal for the entire cruise. So we always got it like tables for eight and didn't pay attention to anybody. But, uh, you yeah. know, we we had some real we had some real adventures cruising. We went to Alaska one time and uh, there were there were these two sisters and they were like in their early 80s and they were just delightful. They were one of the two at our table for eight. And so uh, they wanted, we had made res- reservations to rent a car and, um, uh, so that we could. We, uh, we docked in Valdez, I think, uh, and it was about an hour drive to Anchorage. So we had a car. Well, they were talking about, you know, we tried to get a car. We wanted to go to Anchorage, and we couldn't. So Sherry and I piled them in the back of our car. And, and took these two sisters to Anchorage with us. And we went out to lunch in Anchorage. And these two 80-year-old sisters got about half in the bag at, at lunch. We had a great, a great time <laughs> with them. That was, that, that was fun. And one time we were, we were cruising the west coast of Mexico. And there was this other couple. They had just gotten married. And this was their honeymoon, and they were at our table for eight. And um, they, to- they told us, uh, "Don't when you go to." And this guy, this kid, he didn't say squat. I mean, I didn't hear him talk for two days. And they said, "Now, when you go to Senor Frogs, if you go to Senor Frogs, be careful because they really load up the drinks." <laughs> Well, before, we didn't go together, but we wound up together at Senior Frogs. And this guy was standing on the table singing. I mean, he and they said they said, uh, you know, make sure you get back, because if we leave on time and I had to pour this poor kid in the back of a, of a taxi and took took him back to the ship. And literally, as we're getting off of the gangplank step, stepping off of the gangplank into the boat, they start they start raising the gangplank. I mean, we came desperately close and his his wife thanked me for the rest of the tour for getting, for getting him on the ship it was yeah we've had we've had a lot of we have had a lot of fond memories cruising
0: one of my favorite cruise stories at espn louisville is is uh Striedle finding out that chris mack had been fired from like his 10 year old when he was cruising and didn't have cell service <laughs> So it's like three, it's like, I don't know, maybe like 36 hours after he gets fired or something, or maybe even sooner than that, but he, he finds out, uh, do you have the sound? All right, go ahead and play it. This is one of my favorite cruising uh, moments from ESPN Louisville. Little Virgin Island, uh, cell Virgin Island cell phone. Okay. The afternoon is about four o'clock and Kellen busts on the phone. Dad, they fired Chris back. <laughs> so that's how you I found. said, huh? Huh? He said, Louisville, they fired Chris back. He's gone. <laughs> Then I was like, I'll turn on my phone because I felt safe, and I just like because you were in the Virgin Islands. Yes, that ga- gave you safety to be there. US. To be there in the Virgin yeah.
2: Islands, you were safe. Yes, it was
0: it's U.S. territory, so I could use my phone, <laughs> and so I guess I see your Jack's text. Oh man! And it was like this is the like the craziest day ever. Big Rig's missing it, and I was like, I couldn't believe, I could not believe it was happening. I had yeah. no idea. And you had no idea. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. Just is it is enthusiasm like his kid,
1: Dad, Dad, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, no, I can, that was a weird I, time. I can I can remember the big rig skipping down the hallway when they hired <laughs> Kenny Payne. <clears throat> that was a big time for rummage. Hey, when you're ready to explore the outdoors, there's no, no better place than the Bluegrass State. Hike, bike, paddle, fish, or even venture deep underground. This is Kentucky. Come see for yourself. Plan your getaway today at KentuckyTourism.com. This segment with
0: Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau is presented by KentuckyTourism.com. All right, welcome back in. 1030 segment here on a Friday. Issel and Louis taking you up until noon. Fast break Friday today with Bobby V. And then, of course, first replay at 3 o'clock. Streetle and Sweezy will take you right up until 6 o'clock. Mixtape today, of course, on Friday on first replay. Uh, College basketball tomorrow. You get that Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post-game show after the A&M Kentucky game around 4 o'clock here on 680, 1057, and on the app. Listen for that Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post-game show. James Streetle, Jason Entz, taking you uh, right after uh, the final whistle, text, calls, everything uh, that you want to do right then. And then Bellerman and Lipscomb after them, 445 pregame, 5 o'clock tip. Uh, that game is uh, at Lipscomb, excuse me, in Tennessee, and so uh, Doug or Mark Bug, on the call for that one again. We are your home for the Knights here on 680-1057. So around four o'clock, click in for that uh, Kentucky Fish and Wildlife Program uh, post game show, and then uh, stay on for some Bellarmine basketball. How about that?
1: There you go. All right, nice day. Uh... Nice weekend. Yeah, nice. Day there are tomorrow, a lot sure. of good college games. This, yeah, I put this that weekend. up because
0: we're we're getting into that time of year, Dan, and obviously a lot of uh, you know attention on. The NFL, but as we get as we whittle down the number of teams, it starts to kick up the importance of these games. You know, I mentioned Michigan State getting a win over Rutgers last night, and it's weird to say that that's a good win. We saw, of course,
1: yeah, Loyola yeah.
0: Marymount goes up to Gonzaga and gets a win, right in Spokane at the at the Kennel. hadn't lost a game there in uh,
1: 76, <laughs> 76 straight, straight games seventy six straight games. You know, it's at the kennel.
0: Yeah, it's one. That's one of those streaks where it you only learn about it when they lose. Did you know they had 175 in a row? I didn't. No, right. And so it's you have to lose for someone to recognize greatness, right? So it's kind of a weird, you know, something bad has to happen for, um, for you know, to know how good it's been, you know, essentially. So, uh, but yeah, Loyola Marymount. How about that? Have you been to Loyola Marymount? I have. I I have.
1: We we uh, we practiced uh, practiced there a couple of times um, when we were. You know, we got to L.A. a day early. And uh, and had to get a practice place before we played the Lakers, and so yeah, I've been there. It's a beautiful campus.
0: It is. Uh, so I was going to ask you because uh, it came down on the text line 968 UPS jobs text line. We've had a good number of texts so far the show. Thanks for hanging out here on Isla Louie, taking you up until noon. <laughs> Did you ever consider after your playing days becoming an official? <laughs> <laughs> no, because the texter suggests that your nickname would have been Dan Whistle.
1: And I like that. I think that's clever. I like that. No, that was, oh, I, man. I considered many things after my playing career, but I can tell you being an official being Dan whistle was not one of them. So no, 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 no. Dan whistle. No. That's great.
0: Oh man. All right. So I, um, you know, we've got some stuff, uh, A&M in town uh, tomorrow for for Kentucky. I think a fascinating game, frankly. I um, do, too. Yeah, I, and, I, I, and, and one that I don't have a great read on. Uh, I don't have a line for the game yet. I'll go search for that. Dan, what's your initial sort of feeling about the game? Predictor uh, says Kentucky should, frankly, not just win this game, but do essentially what they did in the second half um, to Georgia the other
1: day. Yeah, I, I and I think they can, but can you count on it? Uh, that's that's the real question. I mean, uh, who's going to show up? Uh, is the team that uh, beat Tennessee going to show up? Is the team that played the second half of Georgia going to show up? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to get... The South Carolina Kentucky team and the first half of the Georgia game Kentucky team and you know we've talked about it yesterday a little bit I mean uh, A&M is no slouch they're 13 and 5 they're 5 and 0 in the conference right. Louie yep. now now the other night they only beat Florida by two at home but the game before that they beat South Carolina at South Carolina by 41 and, and uh, they beat Missouri very handily at home. Uh, they beat uh, LSU very handily at home. And the game before that, they won at Florida. So um, if, if the good Kentucky team shows up, right. the one that executes offensively, that plays defense, uh, that gives an effort... Then yeah, then I think the seventy six percent predictor matchup is probably right. But who knows? Who knows?
0: Do you think Kentucky goes with the 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 roster they? Or excuse me, the starting lineup they've had the last two games.
1: Uh, that is uh, Kaysen, uh Fredericks, uh, Livingston, o- o- Oscar, and uh, and Jacob. Right. Or top, excuse me, yes, right, yes. Yeah, yeah, um, probably, yeah. You know, you know, as Ben said yesterday, uh, and I agree with this. I agree wholeheartedly with this. Hey, you, you've got something that's working. Uh, you know, I don't know if you call it superstition or, or being smart. If you've got something working, you, you stay with it. So I, I'm anxious to see if if Kaysen doesn't get in foul trouble. <clears throat> which has been a bugaboo for him uh the last few games if he doesn't get in foul trouble i'm i'm going to be interested to see a how much playing time wheeler gets and b how how much they play together because i think that's the real downfall in this in this lineup is when wheeler and Kaysen play together
0: uh, looking at the X's and O's of this game, there's a there's a Ford on the on the Aggies uh, named Julius Marble, and the only reason I know a lot about him is because he transferred from Michigan State last year, and he is a dream matchup for Oscar Sheepway. All he does is score, and he doesn't care about rebounding. Hmm. And so I think there's a major mismatch there. If I'm A and M, I make sure Marble's nowhere near Oscar Sheepway. Like, no chance. He's he scored in double digits the last five. Like, he's he's a very good scorer. He's at, he's right at ten points this season. It, it isn't about scoring. That that's not the, the you know the the shortcoming for for Julius Marble, who's a six nine guy. Uh, you know, solid frame. Everything else, he's a Dallas kid. <clears throat> for him, the issue is he's not a great rebounder, and frankly, he's not. Um, he doesn't want to throw his weight around unless it's to score. And so um, Dan knows nothing about that. And so the, no, uh,
1: no, oh, I, I, that's that's foreign. That's a foreign concept to me, man. So, Wait a second! I rebounded
0: because you had to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: kidding. Uh, no, but but,
0: but but what I'm saying is but, he really. It's not. It is not a a strong suit of his game. He's never averaged more than like four and a half rebounds a game in his career. So it's just not what he does. So well, to me, if, the inside if, matchup favors yeah. kentucky in a very serious way if oscar can keep the momentum going and so that's why i think they win the game is because i think down low i mean this is this sets up for a 25 rebound game for oscar by showing up
1: hmm. i mean hmm. I, and I'm well, a, I, I i think and, that's and, where they can win the game yeah and and if he gets that many and Toppin keeps rebounding like he's rebounding then katie bar the door i mean they those two kids if Toppin, i think i think that's one of the big differences, uh, at least on the defensive end of the floor, is that Toppen isn't just standing there expecting Oscar to get the rebound. I mean, he's going after some of those rebounds. I mean, think I think he had eleven the last game. so if he if he makes contribution, in addition, to what Oscar's doing on the, on the boards, then, yeah, then Kentucky's got a great I
0: think try. especially on the offensive end, Jacob's going to have opportunities to rebound the way that he does, the put-back kind of rebound. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to be very available with a guy like Marble playing as many minutes as he has been for a They are very much a – um, you know, they're a team that doesn't rely on his – you know, his rebounding and his defense and those kinds of things, they're usually outside of the Florida games. They really do want to try to score. They do want to try to get, um, you know, get up and down a little bit. So I think that there's a great opportunity for Oscar. You know, uh, we talk about like over-unders for individual players and things. I think the over for whatever, you know, the, or the higher in Kentucky, excuse me, uh, for uh, total rebounds for Oscar tomorrow is, uh, is a pretty likely hit.
1: So, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see for sure. Hey, one thing I don't think we talked about um, there, uh, there have been five, you know, Oscar had uh, 37, what do you have, 37 and 24? Five, 24? Yep. Uh, there have been five games in the history of Kentucky basketball where somebody has scored 35 points and gotten 20 rebounds. And the names are the names that you would expect to be on that list, except for one. Uh, and, and I bet I could give Kentucky fans 25 guesses. Uh, it's um, Oscar, Cotton Nash.
0: Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I want to kind of guess.
1: Oh, okay. Because I've
0: been hanging out with you a lot. Um, all right, so you gave me Cotton Nash. Appreciate that. Um, are you on that list?
1: Yes. Okay. Come on, Louie. Is Mike Pratt
0: on that list? No. Okay. Um, well, he had some big rebounding games. Don't do that to me. Um, <laughs> the one. Now, the, the problem is that I read it, it, it of like the players in college basketball that have done it recently. So it was like it was Blake Griffin, Kevin Durant, and uh, oh, um, oh, what was Johnson's name in North Carolina? Bryce Johnson. And, like, only four uh, players have done that in the last, like, 20, 25 years, something like
1: that. Yeah. As well. yeah. Well, so. one, uh, the other one you wouldn't know is Bill Spivey. Now, old, old, old Kentucky fans probably would have gotten that. Because Spivey came in right after the Fabulous Five, and he was he was a heck of a player. So, you got you got Oscar. You got uh, Cotton. Dan Whistle. Bill Spivey, Dan Whistle, but I bet I bet I could give Kentucky, without looking it up, I mean, don't Google it, but I bet I could give Kentucky fans 25 guesses, and they wouldn't come up with the answer.
0: Tayshon Prince.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Rust- I, I, I've, I've said this before, I've told this story before, uh, Rusty Arnold. Uh, is a a huge UK fan, but his favorite all-time player is Louis Dampier. So he texted me and he said, did Louis ever get 20 (laughs) rebounds? And my reply was, in a season? (laughs) (laughs) He might have gotten 20. Are you ready for the answer? (laughs) Sure. Mike Phillips. Okay, wow. Mike Phillips was probably the fourth... The, the the fourth uh, player on on that seventy eight championship team. They oh, had, okay. They had okay. Kyle. Yep. They had Kyle. They had Goose. Uh, they had Rick Roby. They had the Twin Towers: Rick Roby and Mike Phillips. And and I bet it would have taken Kentucky fans a long, long time to come up with the name of Mike Phillips.
2: Oh.
0: I always look these guys up, and now I'm sad because I, I just saw that he died very young and how he died. Yes. And that's not yes. good. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, yeah. it was sad. very sad. Yeah. Very sad.
0: He looks He looks like he had a great mustache. <laughs> like an enviable mustache.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Ohio could, kid grew yeah. and, uh,
0: and uh, passed away in Madisonville, so there you go.
1: Uh, yeah. Now, I, I mean, he, he was a good player. He was a really good player. I'm, I'm not... I'm not, uh, you know, saying. Well, I played that, the NBA
0: for a decade. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. But you wouldn't expect you wouldn't expect Mike Phillips to be on that list. I mean, you would have picked you would have picked Rick Roby way before you would have picked Mike. Uh, well,
0: I would have. Yes, that's for sure. Rick Roby. <laughs> I went to Tayshawn Prince, dude. Come on.
1: <laughs> now you, if you're going to be my date. <laughs> For this bourbon kickoff, you better learn about these guys cuz, you know.
0: I'm stopping by the uh the t-shirt place today to to work on some goose uh some goose t-shirts.
1: Uh, oh, that'll be great. <laughs> that'll be. You damn right. That'll be great. Uh,
0: do you think it'll be better as a royal? You got to get in on this cuz you've heard the goose interviews, Avery. Royal shirt white goose or white shirt royal goose? No.
2: Royal shirt white goose
0: Absolutely Could not agree Okay good Anyone who does The
2: white shirt With the royal goose Is a psychopath (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Uh. That's like putting on A sock and a shoe And a sock and a shoe Why do that? And, (laughs) And you're scared of me
0: When I go jogging That's what I do Yeah yeah. It's
2: a sock and a sock and then a shoe and a shoe.
0: Do you know it's something like 96 to 4 people go sock, sock, shoe, shoe. And then sock, shoe, sock, shoe is like 4%. I'm in the 4%. When I go, I rest my case. Otherwise, I don't wear socks. So that's just what that is. Yeah. I just don't wear socks. Socks are overrated. Don't
1: I rest you get, my case. Don't you get blisters if you don't wear socks when you jog? I wear them
0: when I jog. That's it.
1: That's what, that's oh, okay. what I wear them. You know? All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> makes sense
0: <laughs> well mike phillips on a friday how about that man oh man that team that 78 team had some dudes man
1: oh you better believe <laughs> they, they had did. some dudes man <laughs> you better believe they did Holy there's that there's another you know we were talking about where we were on on historic events that's another one that game st louis I can remember that game like it was yesterday. Mm. I, and Goose, just time and time and time again, Goose going to the free throw line inside that zone and knocking down a jump shot. Yep. I mean, he he must have done it 12, 15 times.
0: Uh. <laughs> Avery knows about psychopaths coming down to the text line. Um, did Bill Spivey own Spivey Sporting Goods in Paris, Kentucky, Dan?
1: I think he might have. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah.
0: Texter's saying they go shoes, then socks, then pants. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking this show can't get dumber than it gets dumber. Oh, so Joel Hall, uh come down to the text line. Joe Hall had Roby playing the wing to feed the post and it affected both his offensive and rebounding numbers. Okay. Um Let's see. Um, I'm a four percenter who puts on both socks and then uh, and then shoes. No wasted movements. I um no, that puts you in the
1: ninety six percent. Yeah, no, I was going to say that it's four percent that goes sock shoe sock shoe, right?
2: Yeah. I I applaud you for being in the ninety (laughs) six (laughs) percent. I can trust this person, at least when it comes to.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. Um, yeah, you hang out with me, Avery, and you uh you have one of those desks where you can't see anything happening behind you. Just saying. Hmm.
2: Hmm. Well, I get to hide behind the pole and creep out everyone. <laughs> that is true. It's great.
0: It <laughs> is such a weird layout in our office. Like, oh, Avery's here for this conversation that I just had, assuming there were no women around. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's <laughs> so funny. Like, the guys will just be being oh. guys, and I'll be at my desk, quiet, doing my work, being a good employee, and then they'll say something that they probably shouldn't say, <laughs> and then like someone looks over and it's like, oh. She's here.
0: Who's the biggest culprit of that that says things they shouldn't say? I uh, let me guess. <laughs> Go ahead. Nick, Nick Valvano. No, Nick's pretty guarded, actually, about what he says.
2: Nick's afraid of me too much.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> rummage? Who is it? Is it Rummage? Yeah,
2: it would probably be Rummage. Rummage
0: is up there. I mean, I All was right.
2: already working on my true crime segment for. Like yesterday morning, and he caught part of it on my computer screen and got scared. So he's probably gonna like tame down a little bit. There it
0: is. He'll start watching his mouth. <laughs> it's definitely not Marcus. No, Marcus. Andy is just too has good again. sports hot takes, and then once in a while has a political hot take. But it's like, no, it's not. Yeah,
1: bad. and blank. I, 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 don't see blank saying no, anything no, that would offend. Biener doesn't anybody. either. Yeah, no. Yeah. 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 It would yeah. definitely rummage. be rummage. Yeah, it's rummage. Yeah, by <laughs> d- by default, by default. Oh, man. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. All right. Well, take us to break. Let's come back. Uh, I want to get more into this, um, this A&M game. I think there are a ton of good games that we need to talk about this weekend. Obviously, the NFL is coming up. And
1: then absolutely, we
0: should probably talk um a little derby trail. And Avery put no sound on the sound sheet today.
1: So, yeah, yeah. What's the deal with that? You we know, have busy, no sound. She's busy, you know, not helping the show. You know, that kind yeah. of thing.
2: I We're, do a million things. Yeah.
1: And all of them very well. You know what, Dan? Hey,
0: you know who's you know who's never busier than you? Always busier, I should say? Childless people. The busiest people on the planet. Go ahead. That's what I've discovered working here. The busiest people in the world that are the most exhausted and the most stressed out have no children. That's who they are. All of them. That's who they are. Just super stressed
1: out. That makes no sense. Boom. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. Do that the, makes no do sense. Do the reading thing. You're good at it. Hey, um, <clears throat> I already did it once. I don't want to do it twice. Uh, when you're ready to explore the outdoors, there's ne- never a better place than the Bluegrass State. Uh, never too early to make those plans, vacation plans. Don't go to the airport. Don't be disappointed like I was day before yesterday. Um, you know, that, don't fool with that. Get in the car, drive someplace in Kentucky, and have a great vacation. You can uh, go to kentuckytourism.com, look up all of the information there and um, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a much better vacation if you stay at home, Go to KentuckyTourism.com.
2: Tired of eating the same homemade meals over and over again? Want to switch it up? LocallyOwnDelivery.com safely brings the restaurants to you. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they'll bring it to you. Delivery.com delivers some of the finest restaurants in Metro Louisville. Miss going out to eat but still want to support your favorite restaurants? Delivery.com has got you covered. Use promo code ORDERNOW for $10 off your next order. Sit back, relax, your meal's on its way. Delivery. We bring the restaurants to you.
0: Tired of jumping from job to job? too distracted <laughs>